0: Welcome, welcome to the, the ANA Podcast sports talk, sports talk with your hosts, Anthony, Anthony Cortez, Cortez, Alex Ashley, and, and Kevin Rowe. Yay, sports. What's up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show, of the week of August 2nd. I am your host, Anthony Cortez. Joining alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alexander Ashley. What's up, everybody? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Appreciate you showing up, Kev. As always. Welcome to the party, those of you that join us, or all six of you that are joining us, anybody anybody new to the party, welcome. Uh, we're an all-sports podcast, get together every week, Every try, we try every week uh, to do this, regardless of who listens, so thank you. We know you have professional sports shows out there, but you take the time to to sit down with us, so we appreciate that, so we're just, you know, we're just rocking and rolling here, so. Um, Alex likes to start off our shows with useless information, and I'll let him go ahead and do that, sir. I do. And
1: starting off with the most loose, useless, depending on who you're asking, the newest Gold Cup champions, Copa Oro, is the United States soccer team, defeating Mexico in the final 1-0 off a very, very late header coming in extras. Uh, Miles was the, the recipient of the one goal and also very likely man of the match for that. But it's super exciting that the U.S. because this is not the full strength national team. This is like some of our players, some of them, you know, might be reserves on the full-time national team. Um, some of them are really young and kind of developing some 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 game experience so that when it comes to, like, the FIFA World Cup, they have some major game experience. So it's really exciting. And I've been saying it for the past two years that the youth in the United States men's national team is really starting to develop very well. We're starting to get a lot more talent. And this is exactly, uh, this is a perfect example of it, We've actually won, what, two of the last four, three of the last five. Uh, We won it in 2013, 2017, and now in 2021. Um, It's pretty much only ever been the U.S. and Mexico to win the Gold Cup. Canada did win it once in 2000. But nonetheless, it's very exciting for the men's national team with a very, very, very heavily favorited uh, Mexican team. Uh, Next up, just a brief recap. Well, not recap, but a brief update on the Olympics. So as of now, the United States is the current medal holder. Uh, They're in first place with 64, China in second at 62, and then the fucking whatever Russian Olympic Committee, which is such bullshit but whatever the russian olympic committee which is the country of russia pretending to be something it's not so they can participate because they got caught giving all of their athletes steroids but whatever uh is in third with 50 uh china however is in the lead for gold medals at 29 u.s at 22 and then japan at 17 um as in all things russian they are coming up second uh in silver uh the U.S. is at twenty-five in that, and the U.S. also leads in bronze at seventeen, with Russia also in second in that. And then, last but not least, this will allude to a conversation we'll have, well, that you guys will be listening to as our as our faithful six. Um, we'll be talking about a little bit later. But South Lake Carroll quarterback Quinn Ewers, who is the number one recruit in the entire nation, for those of you know, South Lake Carroll, Northeast. Uh, he's the number one quarterback prospect, number one prospect overall in high school. Going to college is skipping his senior year to enroll in uh, his committed college, which is Ohio State, early. Uh, the five-star quarterback uh, is going to enroll early so he can begin profiting off of his name, image, and likeness. Uh, this is with InsideTexas.com, who talked to, I guess, yours or the family. So, yes, a, a, a right now, a high school junior is going to college to start profiting on his name, image, and likeness. We're going to senior season, um, but yeah, like I said, we'll talk about that later. But I want to put it in people's brains now. Listen to it, like think about it now, so that when we talk about it later, you kind of have somewhat of an opinion formed. Because I'm curious, and hopefully by that time, maybe some people will be more uh, engaged in that topic. But anyway, so those are those are my useless highlights.
0: I Appreciate you bringing that up because I had no idea, but I have a few more thoughts on that subject um, since we last talked about it, so I appreciate you bringing that up because that's news to me, but wow um, but anyways let's uh, let's start off with some MLB talk gentlemen. We like to do three words around here because we're just creative, super creative. we're just super creative over here. Um, we're back in the AL for the American league or yeah, sorry, the AL for the major league (laughs) MLB. I have the AL West and, um, I know we started doing all the teams, so, I mean, I'll do my best here. Um, Houston, um, Houston. You know what? I'm gonna not start off with Houston. Uh, let's go with uh, Texas. Um, total rebuild now because we're gonna talk about this uh, after this. But uh, so Rangers, the Rangers let go of uh, finally Joey Gallo, and they also let go of Kyle Gibson, um, the ace as of like half the season, or ace as of half the season. But uh, when you when you when your value when a player's value is high, you gotta let them go to get something back from them. So that's what we did. So. Rangers are total rebuild mode now. um, If they weren't already, uh, letting go of Joey Gallo, star right fielder, and um, uh, Kyle Gibson, star ace. Like I said, and also relief pitcher um, Jolie Rodriguez for, um, I believe it was three or four prospects. Kev, correct me if I'm wrong. Three or four prospects from the Yankees, all of which were in like the top twenty of the Yankees uh, farm system. So I think we get we did get a a, at least a a decent haul from them. So. Um, it was three. Three, thank you. Um, so, yeah. Angels, uh, pick yourself up, I guess, because, I mean. No,
2: I correct myself. I think it was four because you also traded somebody else to them, right? Was I it knew it was four,
0: dude. I knew it was four.
2: Yes, thank you.
0: It was four. Yes. Um,
2: it was a four for two is what it was.
0: Okay. Angels. Like I said, pick yourself up. I you, I mean, I feel like that team should be better, but yeah, you need pitching to be better, and they don't have it. So, Mariners, um, can you make, as in can you make a run at the wild card possibly? But probably not. You're, I mean, you're six games over 500 right now, uh, eight games back. Um, I Not looking at the wild card standings, but, I mean, I feel like you should be able to make a decent run at a wild card, although Oakland is probably going to go after that so um oakland um win the wild card is four is four words but whatever you you get me Um, you could say wild card winners thank you wild card winners thank you because this guy knows thank you and houston win the division because at this point you should win the division you're about to get bregman back if you don't already have him back um and right now, I mean, from the from the highlights that I've seen, Altuve is kind of on a roll. And, I mean, you should be running away with this division, so win the division. So, yeah, who's next up? Who's up next? Feel free. I wasn't ahead, prepared Jeff. for every team. Yeah, I wasn't either. Well, I figured – I, I thought that's what we did last time, so forgive me. I'm sorry. We did that for football. football. not
2: baseball.
0: Okay. I
2: can give you a couple right off the top of my head. Yeah,
0: just go. Yeah, just give a couple. You don't have to give all of them.
2: All right. Uh, Sweeping the first over the weekend, these Tampa Bay Rays swept the Boston Red Sox to overtake the first to lead in the American League East uh, by a game and a half as of right this moment. Um, Tampa Bay is now the team to beat in the American League East, which a lot of people kind of thought might happen outside of the Yankees, which. The Yankees have not been there all season. So Tampa Bay is the now team to beat. As for Boston, help coming soon. Chris Sale just had his fifth uh, rehab assignment and his recovery from Tommy John surgery. He should be coming back soon. Kyle Schwarber, who they just traded for, is nearing a return as well. So help is coming soon for Boston. Uh, New York, let's go with, uh,
0: Still not gonna, as in still not gonna win the world series. That's what I would go with.
2: (laughs) That's pretty true. But, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of one for three words with Rizzo joining. So well, flex, flex the muscles. There you go. Like <laughs> there you, one, go. There the you go. In his first game with New York, he hits a home run to show them that uh, now they have some power at first base and some consistency at first base, which they haven't had since Mark Tazier, Maybe can y'all think of a better first baseman in the last like decade and a half for New York?
1: For power or just for playing at
2: first consistency?
0: Probably Well, uh, hasn't um, LeMay played a little bit of first? He's second. A little bit this year, but
2: he's a second baseman by trade. Yeah. They moved and, him there uh, just to be there.
0: What was uh, – yeah, well, I was going to say what was Matsui, but Matsui was, the w- was outfield primarily, right? Yeah, not he was all. a straight fielder. Yeah, to share probably their last le- their last most consistent uh, yeah. first base.
1: Luke well, 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 Boyd's not a- as bad as – I think y'all are sleeping a little on Luke Boyd. He's got power. He's, you know, average career is like a 270 batting. Career. He's not like still terrible. with
2: the roster who they aren't playing. They um, traded for Rizzo knowing they have Voigt. Right. So what does well, that Well, I mean, tell how do
1: you not get Rizzo, though? You know what I mean? I'm not saying he was bad. I'm just saying, like, how do you not get Rizzo? And he's not as bad of a guy as we may think. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah.
1: But, like, how many first basemen in the league would you not trade for Rizzo? Would you
2: not trade for
1: him? Yeah, like like if you're like, excuse me, let me phrase that. How many first basemen in the league would you say, no, I'm okay, I don't need Anthony Rizzo? Probably a handful. So what, like five? Uh... Out of 30? So at least the six of the team, six of the, everybody in the league would pick up Rizzo?
0: I think like any smart team right now would pick up Rizzo. If you don't have relia- if you don't have reliability at first pace, I think you're smart to pick up Rizzo, which the Yankees have money and I mean, they're smart-ish. So, and Kevin's counting literally on his fingers.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I call, they call they you off. off. Sorry.
2: Yeah, no, it's cool. I, I probably could at least name a handful, if not more, but we'll see. Um, moving on, though, the Orioles um, stacked the system. They Their first-round pick this year, who was fifth overall, Colton Towser, uh, collects two hits, including his first home run in his pro debut for the Florida Complex League. Uh yeah, stack the system. They got some players down in the minors that are working their way up. Watch out for those in the next few years. Led by Adley Rushman, you're going to start seeing some uh, good players in the majors in it with Baltimore. And they'll make the playoffs again for the first time in, what has it been, seven years, eight years? Something like that, right? Let's see, Toronto. Welcome home, kids. They actually made their debut in in Toronto this week, if I'm not mistaken. They are finally back playing in Canada for the first time in a long time.
1: Oh, that's all. Over. No, it's okay.
0: That's all I got. So that's my three for all five teams. I did it. Yay.
2: Good job, right. Kevin. I'm proud of you. Woo. Um.
0: All right.
1: So, I mean, the problem with, well, it's not really the problem, but the thing with the Central is the bottom three teams, there's not a ton to say. They're all, like, essentially kind of in the same boat to some degree, but we'll
2: start off. So with the Chicago- on, I even had three words for the Orioles, so you can do it. <laughs>
1: um, so with the Chicago White Sox, my three are gonna be locking down. Uh not only did they pick up uh Kimbrell from uh the crosstown rivals that be um so he should and hopefully help them kind of lock down that pitching staff, uh, but they also need to lock down this division to make sure that they get into the playoffs because they are the most poised to be able to do so um, from the Central. Uh, For Cleveland, my three workers are going to be get well soon. Um, The Indians have been, you know, about 500 and second place most of this year, but haven't really been very, very good. Not that they've been very, very bad, but they haven't been very, very good. So it's kind of a get well soon, number one for the the organization. Number two, um, of course, Terry Franchona stepping down and giving the reins to one of the other uh, staff members to run the organization for the time being. He's stepping down due to some health issues. He's been around the game for a very long time. We like him very much. Lots of people like him very much. Um, so that's kind of my second get well soon. And the third get well soon is God. I hope they figure something out with that name because there is a lot of issues happening right now, including a roller derby team creating a website and selling merchandise under the name of the Cleveland guardians. Cause it looks like they as a roller derby team were the Cleveland guardians or at least change their name, making one of two things have to happen. Either one, the Indians pay them a lot of money for them to give up the rights to that name or number two, uh, (laughs) they pick a better name. (laughs) Um, so we'll kind of see what happens, but all around as a franchise, just, you know, get well soon. Um, that was real. The, the Derby team was real. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, for Minnesota, uh, the fall continues. Um, they are now getting rid of pieces. Um, you know, their best piece likely, you could say, was at least offensively, was Nelson Cruz, and they uh, shipped him off to, to Tampa Bay. Um, but it's just, if this isn't the most surprising team in baseball, but just for all the wrong reasons, I, I don't know what would be the most surprising team. Um, Everybody else, more or less, is kind of where you think they would be. You know, Boston's maybe surprising in the plus category. Uh, Cleveland may be surprising in the negative, but I don't think this was too like unforeseeable. You know, uh, maybe Atlanta with the amount of injuries and off the field issues they've had, maybe maybe kind of interesting. But I, I the, just it just keeps getting worse and worse. You're getting rid of your players three and seven of your last ten. Um, you know, negative seven run differential, like, which is all second worst in your league right behind Kansas city, who is still above you. Um, so yeah, that fall just, <laughs> that fall just continues to get, uh, worse and worse. Um, so, <laughs> for the, uh, yeah, see, so my thing is, I don't, I don't know well enough about, Detroit and Kansas City and I don't even sure if their fans know much about it and they could come up with three words other than like please just win um, so I don't have anything for those two because I don't yeah they've kind of been like this and are like this for a while um,
2: I got one for Kansas City off the top of my head just right now we're still here why the hell did they not trade Whit Mayfield they're Best player outside of Salvador Perez, who's still got a lot of value, and I think he's got a really good contract. How are you, how is he still on your team and you didn't get some prospects from? Here's one for you Who's Whit Merrifield? (laughs) You are kidding me.
0: I Um, honestly didn't know either, so. Yeah, Yeah, that's my field is the second
2: baseman slash outfield, very versatile player and a very good player, and would be really good addition to any team that needs a second baseman. Is he happy by us? I know who that
1: is, but I'm gonna guarantee you probably 80% of baseball fans
2: probably don't. Yeah. Yeah, because Kansas City isn't on the radar. And that's kind of my point.
0: Yeah. Speaking of trades, or speaking of selling, and uh, there was a lot of selling, and there was a lot of buying. So we can we, can, we don't have to go through all of the trades, but I, I think Alex mentioned uh, in a group text it was a record like ten All Stars moved after the break mm-hmm. uh, to, start, to start off with. I mean the biggest flash the Cubs just unloaded everybody, uh, everyone not named Contreras, wow. basically their catcher. Uh, Chris Bryant went off to the Giants. Uh, uh, Anthony Rizzo, as we mentioned, went off to the Yankees and uh, javi baez went off to the Mets, so they just unloaded um their star power and i should mention uh, hayward they kept hayward out in, out in right field but uh yeah they just absolutely unloaded um as i mentioned range the rangers that go of gallo and gibson as well as ian kennedy and uh, a, a relief pitcher i believe named uh, jolie rodriguez and then like probably the biggest other splash out there um, the Scherzer uh, Scherzer and Trey Turner, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner are, are now Los Angeles Dodgers Scherzer replacing the, uh, the arm of, uh, Trevor Bauer, who probably won't play again this season. Um, so yeah, they replaced that arm, but just a ridiculous trade deadline went down. Um, Who's just, uh, I mean, I, I like I said, we don't have to. Uh, I don't want to bore everyone going through all the trades and whatnot. I actually just saw uh, John John Lester got moved too with J A Happ to the uh, Cardinals. So wow, there. Um, but um, who's your biggest win at the trade deadline right now?
2: Gotta be Dodgers getting that trade. Nobody really saw the Dodgers getting both Scherzer and Turner. Right. You know. I could see them getting Scherzer definitely. There was no doubt in my mind that they were probably going to get him one way or another. But I did not expect them to get the super utility guy and Trey Turner that can play shortstop, he can play outfield, he can play anywhere that you need him to play and hit the ball and provide a ton of speed for you. No, I did not see that coming.
0: I mentioned it in our text, and Alex corrected me that 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 damn that team is dangerous again. That team was never not dangerous. I mean, he's he's right. They just damn. Even if just, they were
1: slightly less dangerous. I mean, but now yeah, I'm still curious yeah. to see how the Turner one works out because yeah, I mean, he is a solid player in a bunch of different positions. But like, he is you know shortstop. I mean, that's kind of seems to be like his role. I'm really curious to see kind of where who goes who doesn't play who sits more I'm just kind of curious you know what I mean I mean so he's going to
2: stay short stuff for a little while because Corey Seager's still out right well
1: not for very long though that's the thing he's coming back here probably in the next like maybe a week or so and even then yeah but you Trent can move Turner, to- I think was on the uh COVID-19 list so he can't even come play right now so imagine by the time he gets there and then you have Taylor on the other side like I'm, I'm- Just kind of curious how exactly they're going to use him. You know what I mean? They have a lot of good talent. I don't know if they're going to move Lux, because Lux is pretty good. The best I got is you put him in the outfield, but even then he doesn't have a ton of outfield experience now, which could be an issue come, like, big-time playoff ball, because if you even, you know, if something happens, some slight misstep, some something, that could, you know, that could be dangerous. I'm just curious to see how that works out. You know what I mean?
0: Well, worst case scenario, I mean, think of, think of who it is. It's the Dodgers. I mean, the last couple of years, the Dodgers have just had utility weapons at their, at their belt, sure. you know, at their disposal. Sure. That's kind of like what they're known for. I mean, worst case scenario, you have Trey Turner, you know, sitting on the bench or, you know, for an occasional, you know, game two or three, you know, having a, you know, when, when, um, when DACA is having to fill a roster up, like having to fill a lineup up. Like, you know, he's got all those tools at his Like, it's worst case scenario. Trey Turner just sits the bench one day or one game. And you know, you play him in game three or four at shorter second, you know, cause you know, you, sure. you know, we can. So that's just, that just adds to the danger of it. It's just you, knowing that you have Trey Turner on the bench. Sure. So, See, yeah. I
1: think my big winner, even if y'all don't like it, maybe as much as I do, I think the Yankees, because if you look at the Yankees' biggest issues, and Anthony, you've said it multiple times, and Kevin, you've agreed with him multiple times, is when they get into some important baseball games. What's their biggest issue?
0: They get no Man, the They get no... yeah.
1: And I think they've done some things to kind of address that. I mean, they, you know, getting Anthony Rizzo—that's a big pickup. That's also a really good clubhouse guy, too. Yeah. Uh,
2: oh yeah, definitely.
1: You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that that's huge. And I think the Yankees have kind of been missing that since Jeter left. Like, who's really been, like, and I'm not saying Mr. Yankee, by any means I'm not saying that that's who he'll be. But, you know, more the point, who's been that big-time, like, clubhouse guy? You know what I mean? Brett yeah. Gardner is outspoken, but, you know, not everybody likes Brett Gardner. Aaron Judge has kind of been the face, but I don't know if he's a true, like, leader. He's just a good player. And even then, he hasn't been the – Mr. fucking all-star that we all expect him to be at, standing at a, you know, a minuscule 6'9", 284 pounds, you know what I mean? Right. So, like, I don't know. I think this could be a really big thing, because number one, you can have a leader, a clubhouse guy, somebody to bring the team together. Your, uh, you know, pitching staff is kind of getting a little bit healthier, kind of coming back a little bit. I'm sure they could have used something for that, but they didn't go after They went for offense, which has been a big struggle for them. In the past, you know, Chapman seems to have gotten over his couple of big blunders. And it's not like really good teams don't have their bullpen issues. The Astros kind of have it a little bit. The Dodgers have it a little bit with Jensen. You know what I mean? So, but those guys all both have a lot better offenses. And so I think that might have been a bigger splash than some people think it is right off the bat. You
2: know what I mean? Yeah, but you look at it, too. There's, they didn't necessarily address their biggest need. Yeah, we were talking about their offense, but, again, you were talking about they need pitchings, too, which they didn't do. The Astros, you mentioned them. They did the go out and address their biggest issue. They addressed their relief pitching. That was their biggest weakness. The Dodgers went out and got another starter to replace their ace by getting another ace. Um The Giants had a hole at third base because Longoria's (laughs) been out all year. They addressed one of their needs. So, I mean, when you look at the top-tier teams...
1: They all addressed needs, right? And offense
2: was a need (laughs) for the Yankees. Most of them. But most of them addressed their biggest need. The Yankees did not. I would super beg to
1: differ that that was their biggest need. Because, I mean... Yeah, as much as I, I hate I to,
0: as much as I hate to do it, I I can agree with him at this point because I mean we have mentioned like multiple times that the Yankees get to that point where they need offense and they can't they can't find it. So you add two big bats to that lineup. I mean, if if somebody's struggling, you throw Rizzo or you throw Gallo in there. You're you know somebody's bound to put a ball in a hole or somewhere or put a ball over the fence. You know. Um, I do agree. Um, you still need pitching. At the end of the day, you need pitching to win and, and win you that need time more of More than Garrett Cole. <laughs> yeah, and um, which is why I say, like, you make all these moves, and they're still not winning the World Series. I just, I still don't see them winning the World Series after after all these moves said and done. Um, that's just me. Biggest loser. I was gonna, I was gonna say the Yankees. Although, I mean, Alex m- makes a good point, you know, but. Okay, Kevin, go ahead, man.
2: <laughs> Padres. The San Diego Padres were the biggest loser of this of this trade deadline by far. Because you're going out there, you're trying to compete against the two best teams in the league to win the division or win the top spot in the wild card. And your competitors go out and get Scherzer, Turner, Bryant. And you get Jake Marisnik. No. They needed to do something. They needed to get a top-tier starter for their rotation that has been plagued with injuries this year. You had plenty of options out there. You had Kyle Gibson. You had Jose Barrios. You had Scherzer. And you swung and missed on all of them. All of them. No. Padres are the biggest loser in my eye in in the majors for this trade deadline.
0: You know it's funny because Alex sent sent because uh, I know you don't have Instagram, but he sent me a video. Did you send it over Instagram or uh, Facebook, man? Uh, what was the video? <laughs> you remember the the GM of the Padres talking about the Scherzer the Scherzer um, Yeah, that was. I'm um,
1: pretty
0: um, sure it was Instagram. Yeah,
1: probably
2: because I didn't see anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah was, But anyways, yeah. Uh, when the new when the breaking news at least broke about how they were after Scherzer the GM of the Padres talks about, well, I mean, it was discussed, but there was never a point where it was that close. So whoever got that source or, you know, he did, they had already moved on. And in his, in his words, they had already moved on. They were in the room discussing, uh, discussing other matters. So it's just, yeah, it's funny how, you know, one rumor spreads like fire like that and everybody you know, freaks out.
2: It may not have been close, but, either, but that's your job to make it close.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It is. (laughs) Who else was out there though besides Scherzer? Who else? I mean, who else could you go after free agent wise that you know?
2: Well, like we said, Kyle Gibson was out there for the Rangers.
0: Yeah. He got traded.
2: Jose Barrios was out there. He got traded. Those were the big three off the top of my head that I could think of. I know there are a couple more that got traded too.
0: Yeah. Alex, did you have a loser at all? Um, I mean, yeah, Padres didn't
1: really get a lot better, um, you know, I think you could really also say the Rockies, because they didn't move, like, the one piece they had that would have given them anything, now, Rockies fans are probably kind of excited about it, because they didn't lose yet another solid player and get back fucking nothing, um, but Trevor's story staying could be looked at as kind of a, a, a very questionable move by, by the Rockies organization.
2: Um, they were yeah, definitely my ex- runners up. Huh? They were definitely my runners up for. Work. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That would not that wasn't um, very good. Um, I don't really want to say Chicago was a loss, even though it kind of feels like it. You know what I mean? Um, you, the only real argument for me that would say it's a loss is either a, everything that they just got back doesn't really work out or B, you just really hurt the hearts of like every one of your fans. You know what I mean? That, that had to really suck for Chicago. You know what I mean? For the fans. Cause diehard, I mean, you had a really good core. You had a potential dynasty lined up, but you could kind of get your shit together these guys they made, you know they brought a championship to Chicago after 108 years of waiting, all just to be just fucking fire sold like that, you know that 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 so maybe maybe that's my biggest loss. Maybe the Chicago fans are the biggest losers
0: in all of this. You know who else we're not talking about that I mean I don't know what they could have sold, but the angels. Sure. You're not you're not selling Shohei right now. You're not selling Trout right now. But I don't I, get you know, the, I don't know.
2: I could say they're a loser for the sole fact of the biggest thing that they need is pitching, 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 pitching,
0: and they didn't get anything.
2: No, they got rid of a pitcher. They traded Andrew Andrew Henney.
0: Of course, you would know that. Thanks, Kev yeah I, that's one that's one team that I, I think nobody's really eyeing or has has any attention on because I mean really yo buddy sorry
1: my, mr Robo right now
2: but yeah i mean yeah that's another big one those are like those were right there right there with the Padres for me those top my top three teams definitely
0: is that better can you hear me them all what's up can you hear me again yeah, I can hear you. Cool. Alex, are you frozen? I think he's frozen.
2: I think we lost Alex.
0: Yep. For a second, at least. Uh, we can get out of here for now. Uh, let's hope Alex gets back here. Yeah, in a couple- back, okay? Hey, there you oh, are. Y'all didn't hear my question, huh?
1: No, I didn't. Oh, what was your question? Ah, oh, damn. Okay. In y'all's opinion, do you consider the White Sox winners, losers, or totally neutral after this one? Because in my opinion, I was thinking about it as we were talking about it how competitive are they actually going to be when they have to play in playoff ball when all they did was pick up Craig Kimball? Like, did they get good enough to beat the Astros in seven or beat the Yankees in seven or Boston in seven or Tampa in seven or Oakland in seven? I
2: I feel like if they go against the Astros, they're going to have a hard time because it seems like the Astros have their number this year.
0: I would say neutral. I would say you didn't really get, you didn't really get better, but you did address somewhat of a need, I guess. So yeah, but I mean, to, to your point, when it comes to playoff baseball, I don't think you did enough to be competitive.
1: I don't think so either.
2: I'm like, well, Well, you know, yeah. The, the White Sox also made another trade besides Kimbrel, they also got Cesar Hernandez from the uh from I think it was the Indians. Who they still did. Need a the second Indian. base for them. Yeah, but I don't
1: know. I just I don't know if I don't know.
0: It makes me nervous. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. The when it comes to playoff baseball, can you be competitive enough and but they probably can't not sure they I mean they're gonna make the playoffs and they're gonna play well and it was cool to see them do it last
1: time and if your goal is to just make the playoffs then you're gonna make that goal I'm just like
2: Ooh. yeah
1: <laughs> didn't you guys get bounced by the athletics last year yeah <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we can get out of here for part one. A lot of trades. Uh, I mean, we don't have to. Like I said, we don't have to go through all of them, but we just wanted to touch on, you know, the big splashes and kind of who were our winners and losers. Um, but we can get out of here. Favorite things, and then we're out, gentlemen. Anybody got one? I do. And I'm
1: go really excited to say it. Go for it. And it's kind of mean, but I really love uh, instances of karma. Uh, <laughs> So, um, Novak Djokovic, who I like as a tennis player, but a lot of people kind of have a problem with his personality. That's kind of what's keeping him from being like beloved by the entire tennis world. I know exactly
2: where you're going with this. Yes, he (laughs) is. So,
1: uh, he said a couple of days ago in response to Simone Biles kind of taking a step back for her mental health, which by the way, she will be back, I think to compete in the beam. I think. Yeah. which is exciting and I hope she's not doing it because she feels even more pressure and everybody's talking about it, but because she actually feels ready to compete. But regardless, so Djokovic said, or um, Djokovic said, uh, pressure is a privilege. My friends without pressure, there is no professional sport. If you are aiming to be at the top of your game, you better start learning how to deal with pressure and how to cope with these moments. Two days later, fast forward two days after losing the bronze medal single match. The number one tennis player in the world, Novak Djokovic, threw his racket into the stands, smashed another, and then skipped his doubles match in an Olympic fucking meltdown. So he's out here talking about, oh fucking handle your shit. And then all of a sudden, he can't handle his own shit. And that just made me so, so happy.
2: Everybody is making big deal about him smashing his racket, but if anybody watches Djokovic knows he does that that's anyway. Not uncommon. That's not uncommon for yeah, him. For that's sure. his way of coping. Yeah, for him to withdraw his doubles match, that is the damning part about it. That is the damning part against feet. him when it comes to Karma.
0: I didn't hear about that, so that's that's pretty awesome. Kev, you got on one? I got two. Go for it.
2: How about them Cubs? Cubs. Uh, actually, X cubs Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, and Javi Baez all homered for their new teams in their debuts. It is the first time in Major League history that three teammates homered in their first game with within their separate clubs after being traded at the deadline in history ever, per Elias. pretty cool. My second is Mets being the all-time low. Mets, as always, they let Kumar Rocker go oh, past God. the deadline.
0: Oh God! Unsigned. <laughs> How do you not sign him? I mean, we, and we can bring, we can bring this up in a future in a future segment because we're running out of time here, but. Yeah, that's a that's a trickery situation right there. But anyways, yeah.
2: Grand How point. do you not sign him?
0: Point, they were yeah. going
2: to offer him $6 million signing bonus and then saw issues with his shoulder or whatever. Of course, Scott Boris is saying that there's no structural issue. You look from two years ago to now, it looks the same as it was. And you know what? It, for all we know, it could be there could be issues with the shoulder or elbow or whatever it is, but people come back from those things. Sign him.
0: That's for another show. But uh, mine is uh, we got some new, we got some new uh, baby pictures of uh, baby Easton, our, our soon to be son. Um, Lauren had another appointment today uh, just to check up really. And uh, got some new pictures and, all is well, all is good, and very excited. So, yeah, got to see Baby Easton today. Uh, that's going to be it for part one. Stick around for part two. Alex's favorite subject. We're going to do three words yet again because what else is new in the NFL for the AFC East? <laughs> so, stick around for that. With that, we'll say later. Peace. See ya.